0: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Domestic Boyfriends podcast. My name is Dean, and always with me is my co-host, Vinny. Hey everyone. Another day, another dollar, another episode, another week and a half that we don't upload on time, but that's okay. Because... This week, we're back on schedule. We're going to be talking about another Marvel IP. What are we going to be talking about today, Vincent? We're going to be talking about She-Hulk, attorney at law. Yeah, She-Hulk. Not He-Hulk, She-Hulk. No, We-Hulk. There we go. <laughs> the We-Hulk Um, It's time with motion controls. God, I really... It just made me think about something that happened at the end that I really didn't like. But we'll get there eventually. Anyway, the things that we do like, we have a little bit of news. Um, Did you know that Mortal Kombat is releasing a new game? Uh, Warner Brothers revealed that NetherRealm Studios, I think it's NetherRealm, is working on this. It's called Mortal Kombat Onslaught. Can you guess what type of game this is, Vincent? Vincent? Oh, no. It's
1: going to be a 3D action. (laughs) No. It's a fighting game? Oh,
0: uh, yeah. Kind of. An MMORPG? No. You got the last three letters right. Oh, no. It is a fighting game. It is a fighting collection RPG. Can you guess what platform it is on? Uh... I was gonna say stadium, but they're shutting that down. Uh, mobile, <laughs> yes. Uh, Warner Brothers is making a mobile game, whether it's a gotcha game or not, I'm not very sure. But uh, from the snapshots that I think people have been posting, it, like I think it was just an announcement, but like people have been posting snapshots along with it. Uh, it. It just looks like like the other mobile game that they made, which was just like the fighting like game. Yeah, <laughs> oh. but. No, because they did like the mobile fighting game Which was pretty much like the same game Except like dumbed down controls But
1: Mm -hmm. I think this
0: is also supposed to be like a gotcha This is RPG, it says you can make teams In the description So, yeah Interesting Uh Now what I thought that they would do on this cash cow They were just like, you know what, movie? No, we don't need a second movie We need a mobile game Uh Sims Five is in development under the name Project Renee. It's
1: been Not a while. Long... someone with
0: that name? Yeah, so do I. Oh, Renee,
1: you're
0: famous. Um, yeah, apparently Sims Five is in development. Uh, for those who don't know my tragic story, uh, my gaming computer is broken, uh, and I I had a pretty decent gaming computer. I had like a twenty seventy and i seven. Like it was was pretty decent. Uh, I would only play Sims Four. I played Sims Four like for three months straight, modded, of course. But like, yeah, they just made it free to play. Yeah, makes me a little sad, but makes my little sister happy. Yeah, her account uh, is like
1: kaput, and she had like she had the game and then like a couple DLC packs, and she just can't access it anymore because the email that it was attached to no longer
0: exists. Oh. Yeah, uh, but now she's gonna be able to play the game again. Is it is it the DOC I'm guessing the DLC still paid for. Uh, I think so. Oh, okay, I think it's just the
1: base game that's free now.
0: Oh, okay, so like, it was, it's been like five bucks on the summer sales. So yeah. About it. Um, I have a bigger chunk of news, but we'll come back to that. Uh, speaking of gaming stuff, we're just gonna keep gaming stuff uh, in the yeah. in the works right now. Um. Both PlayStation and Microsoft announced (laughs) their new uh, generation of controllers. Um, Ass. Yeah. uh, In my notes, it says control. (laughs) Bad. Uh, The DualSense Edge, uh, set to release January 26th for $199.99, is the new PlayStation controller with customizable buttons, yes, it is. Fuck, it, it is literally. Uh, oh, I might buy it still. It's a third of the price of the system. Okay,
1: but but like, like you were probably just about to mention, it's gonna have uh, replaceable triggers as well as uh, sticks. So like, drift is basically gonna be a th- potentially, hopefully, a thing of the past, or at least a much easier financial. Uh, decision to fix
0: Yes it is fully customizable uh, With all of the buttons uh, Back triggers Can be mapped in game uh, And has Like they don't have to be buttons They can like you can have can Like paddles. the paddles Yeah the back buttons can actually be paddles Which I think is kind of weird But uh, I think the controller looks sick <laughs> Yeah sleek design Wireless I think it's 200 that's a, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for
1: a controller. But, like, it's probably, like, a one-and-done sort of situation, you know? Like, the if you need a controller, you don't need to worry about buying another one, hopefully.
0: Yeah, but what if you want two of these nice controllers? That's, like, an entire... That's almost yeah. an entire PlayStation. What if you need a fan That is an work? entire PlayStation.
1: That's the entirety of a digital one.
0: That is... That is crazy. I imagine that they're going to have, like, a... They might have, like, the bundle... Imagine paying eight hundred dollars for <laughs> the bundle, God yeah, that's, yeah, that's crazy, uh and Microsoft revealed the Xbox Elite Series two controller, which uh is also customizable with colors. Didn't they do that already? Yeah, isn't that the whole thing with the lab? Uh, I think so, but they just released this, and it has it too.
1: Microsoft, this is the fifth time you've shown us this controller this week.
0: It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ultra controller. Yeah. Uh, I just, I kind of thought it was funny how both of them, like, I don't think there's a definite release day for the Elite Series 2, but both of them are just like new controllers. Meanwhile, like Nintendo's just like new system. But Yeah. Uh, speaking of PlayStation, Insomniac stated Spider-Man 2 is still set to track for 2023. I think a lot of people were worried because we haven't gotten announcements and it's this far into the year, uh, almost the next year. Where is Spider-Man 2? I don't know, but Insomniac does, and they said that it's still on track. So whether or not they're still they are having any troubles with development or uh, anything like that uh, is unsure at the moment. But uh, they're keeping their promise. I trust Insomniac, so. I do as well. Um, next. Uh, Speaking f- of Insomniac,
1: I actually have something for them. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, coming November 18th. Come. Spider-Man Miles Morales is coming to PC, which, is, which isn't like a surprise since we got um, we've been getting more and more PlayStation titles and we just got um, Spider-Man Game of the Year Edition on, or Spider-Man Remastered, sorry, um, on PC. Uh, but it's it's just awesome that we actually will have this complete package for people to be able to play and try now uh, on on PC, I I love the Spider-Man game so much. Miles Morales uh, was absolutely fantastic. Not necessarily like on the same level as um, Spider-Man, but it was never designed to be on the same level. It was its own like standalone kind of yeah um, expansion
0: sort of side story. Yeah, but it priced at a full game, which I, I hope. I, I'm not saying like that's a, that's like a totally bad it thing. It was priced at forty. I thought no. And then it's priced at $60. Ooh. Yeah, $60 release for something that could have just been, like, a $40 expansion. I don't think anybody would have been mad about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's good. Hopefully they'll, like, release, like, a bundle deal. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure they will. Yeah, low discount. Um, onward with a little bit more gaming news. The... Uh, I'm going to look up their name, because I feel like it's uh, not fun to have this. Uh, Helena Taylor, who is the uh, former voice actress of Bayonetta, is currently boycotting Bayonetta 3. Uh, You know why? Because Nintendo are apparently very stingy, and only uh, offered her a flat $4,000 for her work on the game. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: That's that's rough, man. That's it's, really rough.
0: It's sad. There's apparently alleged like statement saying that she was only offered fifteen to come back, and like that was their counteroffer was four. That's that's crazy. Like $15? fifteen dollars? Fifteen fifteen hundred, one thousand four hundred dollars. Yeah. 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 Um, that's that's gross. She made a statement posted on her social media, uh, saying how like she still loves the character and everything. It's just like you know, that's not a lovable wage. Like especially for a game like this, the last two games like Bayonetta one was a hidden gem. Bayonetta two was a triple A platinum game, uh, and Bayonetta three. Like now that like Nintendo has the IP, like Smash made her even more popular. People love Bayonetta. Uh, this this was going to sell millions of copies. There's no reason why it wouldn't. Uh, it's a A Nintendo title uh, that's appealing to an older audience that no- and Nintendo knows the audience is out there for it. And they're offering that low for the main character. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, as a Bayonetta fan, I hope Nintendo can make something out of this. Uh, pay her correctly. Uh, so I can actually play the game because I will. I will say it will be weird if I do choose to play it without her because that that's literally her voice. It's, it's like, I personally when I hear when I think of Batman's voice, I think of Kevin Conroy. Uh, I was just thinking about this the other night. How like, knock on wood, if Kevin Conroy ever died, I would not be able to hear anybody else's Batman because like his voice is just so iconic. Yeah. Uh. Kind of like uh, <laughs> uh, kind of like the Joker's voice. Um, I cannot Alex Mark Hamill. Yeah, I can't not hear Mark Hamill. Like, those two are hand in hand. Uh, Wonder Woman and uh, Superman from just the League Unlimited. Kind of. Like, eh. I've heard their other voices. I don't think they're too bad, but like definitely Kevin Conroy iconic Mark Hamill. Like, those voices and it's the the same to me for Bayonetta. So, yeah, um, it's,
1: it sucks.
0: Yeah. Um, last thing I'll talk about, I'm going to leave this as like the last, I'm going to leave my like big thing is like the last thing we go into before we go into like the topic. Um, but this is actually really cool. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, at Disney world, uh, at Disney, Disney World or Disney? I I don't want to. It's not Disney Planet. Disneyland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Disney Planet. I'm so Disney stupid. Um, Disneyland. Disneyland. Uh, the Disney Adventure in California. Whatever. Uh, they have Avengers Campus. Do you know why? Uh, side tangent. Do you know why they can't do uh, the same thing in Florida? Like why I didn't even
1: know that it was only in California. Yes,
0: there's apparently a thing because you know Universal Studios is also uh, in Florida, right? Yeah, Universal owns rights, owns like some type of like costume right or like entertainment, like people entertainment rights, like for costumed people in theme parks for Marvel characters. What? In in the state of Florida, apparently, or something like that. I remember hearing this. The reason that they can't have an Avengers campers equivalent in Florida is because Universal Studios, which is also in Florida, not too far away from Disney World, holds rights to the characters being in costume played by actors in a theme park. So... If they ever like try to do something like that, they legally cannot without any like actions happening from Universal. Because if you know, in the early two thousands, there was like Universal, like rides and like attractions based around Marvel characters. There was like the X Men one, uh, the Spider Man. I think the Spider Man one's still up. Like the Hulk one, obviously. Yeah. And there'd be costume characters walking around. So yeah, oh. that's, that's why we don't have it in Florida.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, Avengers Campus has a bunch of stuff, has a bunch of collectibles, a bunch of stuff, uh, themed after, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. But, uh, they, a big thing that's been going on for like the, since the beginning of this year, I think, uh, is that they have the Infinity Saga replicas, uh, of all of the Infinity Stones, uh, not just the little rocks, but actually like the whole oh. cases that they've uh, yes. that they're found in. So like uh the power stones found in like that little orb. Uh Loki scepter is one of them. Uh what else? What was the mind stone? The that cube. The cube for the space stone. Um the aether is like the weird little thing that Rocket had, I think. Jennifer Lawrence's body. Yeah. Um and Oof. I think the Soul Stone is just on this, like, contraption. And then the last one that has been revealed that's releasing this month or has already released uh, is actually the, uh, the Nano Gauntlet itself. Um, and I think the Infinity Gauntlet was released, like, after Infinity. It, like, it was one of the launching items that they had in the park when Avengers Campus went live. Yeah. Um, But it came with its own six stones. These ones are actually separately; they're props and also have the stones within them that can be put in the nano gauntlet.
1: That's
0: cool. Yeah. So you know, uh, in other theme parks, you know, you can you can make like lightsabers, like in Galaxy's Edge. Uh, You can get your own wand from the Harry Potter parks in Universal, Uh, but for six hundred dollars plus tax. Uh, you can get all of the replicas of the Infinity Saga items, uh, which on paper are they life size? I th- yeah, I think they are exact replicas. They're one to one. For six hundred, that's honestly not that bad. Honestly, for like collectibles, I don't think it's that bad. I think Lucky Scepter is like pretty scaled, like pretty to scale. Um, that's sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you're ever out there uh, and you want to spend $600. Actually, I don't think on the surface, like, I feel like $600, you're like, okay, that's a lot for for toys, but, like, one-to-one replicas and, like, it's, like, what is it? How many Infinity Stones are there? Six? Yeah. Plus the Nano Gauntlet replicas that that kind of function. And plus it's not just, like, the stones. It's, like, the display pieces. Uh, I think that's pretty good, personally. Absolutely. Uh, I'll shoot it back over to you to finish up.
1: Absolutely. Um, Well, I've got some news for our favorite upcoming video game, Gotham Knights. Um, it is in case you had any hope to be able to play this game on console. Well, for the next gen consoles, don't hold your breath because it will be locked at 30 FPS and will not offer a performance mode in any way, shape or form.
0: What is this this (laughs) Nintendo (laughs) bullshit? (laughs) <laughs>
1: it might get it at some later point, but th- but like the lead producer has come out to say, no, this is not going to be a launch feature. You guys are gonna have to deal with this. Uh Link. like, come on, man! This is a monster hunter. <laughs> I I, I understand. Scoops. I don't make video games. Making video games is very hard, but like nowadays, is it isn't really that hard to make a performance mode? They'll probably add it in later, but, like, this has kind of, like, become sort of a necessity nowadays, like,
0: being able to pause in the middle of cutscenes. I can't get around the fact that this game has already gotten shit on, and, like, they're just like, you know what, we're just going to keep rolling out the bad things that people are going to critique about it. Yeah. How can you... How can A game that releases on next-gen consoles getting locked at 30 FPS... I do understand if, like, it can't be uncapped at 60. But, like, that's crazy. Yeah. It makes me so sad. Because, like,
1: every now and again I see information for this game. And I, I either get really excited and think about giving it a shot. Or, I, or this happens. And I'm like, no, this game's not going to be worth it. Um, albeit, like, first world problems. I can definitely play this game at 60 FPS on my computer, no problem. Yeah. Um... But, like, I don't necessarily want to give the money to support it if they're doing shit like this. Because, like, I'll see, like, info, like, about how big the map is and how, like, detailed it is and how this is the most detailed Gotham we've ever seen. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I see more info about the combat and how it's how they're like, oh, it's it's updated. It's, it's like the Arkham combat. I'm like, okay. And then they go into more detail and say... It's like a, a, a Arkham go, a Combat, where you can block people and hit them back, but you have to really use your skills to be able to do anything. I'm like, ah, that's not really fun. And then they show off the outfits and say, oh, everyone's gonna have a, a Batman Beyond-styled outfit. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And now this. I'm like, ah, right, I'm done.
0: <laughs> it's... It's so weird, because I was just talking to, like my best friend about this. And I was just like, oh, like, you know, I don't think it looks that bad. Like, I might... Because initially, like, us as, like, a trio, we were like, oh, we're we're not going to get it. And, like, my one friend was really depressed because he was just like, oh, I, I really wanted to play this game. And we are just like, oh, we're not going to play it because, like, we don't care about it. Um, yeah. And then I was just like, oh, it doesn't look that bad. And then, like, stuff like this comes on. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Why can't we just, like... Yeah. Com- what what are you compromising for this thirty FPS lock? Like what, what what what's being like? What good thing is happening? Like
1: I mean, the map ju- might be just that big, but you know what? Horizon Forbidden West ran at sixty FPS. So like, how yeah. big is your map really?
0: Yeah, like I like the PlayStation Five, and I'm pretty sure the Xbox like can run games at a solid sixty. Without any frame loss or performance loss at all. I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. I, I I wanna see every single pore on Nightwing's body if it's this so fucking detailed it's gonna lock me at 30 FPS.
1: I need to be able to count the hair strands. How much um, sweat
0: is how much sweat is being produced from this man's follicles? Yeah.
1: Anyway, um Have you heard about Dragon Ball the Breakers? Yes, I have, I've been watching a lot about it. Fantastic because the game has officially released. Um it's it's a fantastic game for those of you that don't know Dragon Ball the Breakers is um a 1v8, a 1v8 game uh where you either play as the raider which so far has been um one of three iconic villains from uh, Dragon Ball Z, be it uh Frieza, Cell or Majin Buu. Um and you s- and you start as like their lowest form and work your way up. So like Frieza, you start in your pod as first form Frieza. Uh for Cell, you start in his larva state, which is crazy. Um and then Majin Buu, you start as Spopovich. Uh the the Russian guy that stabbed Gohan and stole his power. <laughs> uh, spoilers for the Buu saga if you guys cared. Um And then you just work your way up. Uh, And then everyone else... uh, You try to uh, kill all of the um, rest of the players, sort of like Dead by Daylight, and evolve. Um, Evolve is probably the best way to put it. Uh, And then the rest of the players are scattered around the map. You can help out civilians, collect Dragon Balls to make a wish, uh, or... Continue with the main goal, which is to fix um, a time capsule uh, type device to be able to fix the the like rift in time that's been created, which is why these villains are here. Um, it's a very very fun, very goofy game. It's only twenty dollars as well, so like it's a pretty easy buy-in. Um, a lot of people are complaining about it, and like uh, they played it for like an hour didn't listen to the tutorial, didn't, like, really pay attention, saw that you could buy things with regular money, and they're like, oh, it's pay-to-win, refunded it, and then review-bombed it. Um, since then, the game is back up to mostly positive reviews because people have realized that is not the case. It is almost exclusively cosmetics that you can spend your money on. Um very fun, and they also announced with the release the next Raider that's going to be added, which is going to be Great Ape Vegeta. Hmm. Uh, which is sick. It's awesome that they're introducing a character that big. We have some leaks for upcoming content. Uh, there's potentially going to be uh, Super Saiyan 4 transformations that you can get for your like regular characters, uh, which gives credence to potentially adding more GT content like maybe having Omega Shenron be one of the Raiders. Okay. okay or maybe okay. Baby be I think, one of the Raiders. I think Baby you know?
0: is, I think baby is more ideal. <laughs> baby is definitely to. more ideal, but I think Omega Shenron would be sick. Well you get like um you get like Sin you get like fucking Sin Shenron and then all of a sudden boom it's all, all the shadow dragon balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um no it's fun... It's a fun looking game. I, I enjoyed the original teaser trailer because I thought it was just supposed to be like like a, like a Cell versus everybody type game. Cause like that, I initially thought it was supposed to be set in the time of like when Cell was just killing everybody. And like yeah. you just have to try and survive, which is like the initial concept of it. But of course they added in the other characters, which I think is still fun. Absolutely
1: um and last bit that i have here is about our good old friend chainsaw man which has officially debuted uh debuted last week tuesday um i'm excited to watch episode two which i will be doing after this episode um of the podcast but uh it it didn't come out without its issues though because crunchyroll crashed More than twice, the entire site went down for for a while, several times, because of how many people were just flocking to the website to watch Chainsaw Man, which is awesome and also
0: hilarious. Mm. Yeah. Um, on that note, uh, Bleach... The next season, The Thousand-Year Blood War also debuted last Monday. Uh, I just watched the second episode this week. Uh, really excited. Uh, if you didn't know, Bleach is, Bleach is back. They're continuing the rest of the manga. Um, it's going to be split up into four parts, multiple OVAs afterwards as well, explaining some things that came up. I'm guessing they're going to be adapting some of the light novel content. Uh, and they're splitting it up in four parts for four different seasons because they're not... Uh, going to be doing any filler, so it's going to be a seasonal anime, if anybody was interested in that. Uh, yeah, do you have anything else? No, that's it for me. Alright, uh, we're going to be talking about some stuff that took it with a green assault. Apparent Twitter information here. News about the Thunderbolts. Uh, apparently Scarlett Johansson is being onboarded as the producer. Um, fun fun uh i really hope uh like they were able to use her skills in it uh for her, uh like the black for black widow like natasha not being in the movie i think it, it's kind of interesting maybe kind of hinting at a fact that she might be in some way or form um the apparent plot line uh, has to do with Yelena trying to take down Val, uh, Madam Hydro, that we've seen throughout the entirety of uh, most of, I shouldn't say the entirety, most of the Disney Plus shows, like in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, and what else did we see her? Uh, you tell me. Oh, forgot, fake Marvel fan. Uh, <laughs> I think she was What's also... A Marvel? I she think she was, she was in something else. Uh, ah, we saw her recruit Yelena, or put Yelena on a mission at the end of uh, the Black Widow movie, post-credit scene. Forgot about that. So uh, it's apparently about Yelena trying to take her down because Yelena uh, was manipulating her with the death of Natasha, uh, ho- hanging it over her head and telling her that Clint Barton, uh, Hawkeye, at the time Ronan, uh, was the one to kill her. Uh, Of course, that is a lie for all of us that watch the movie. Vincent may or may not know this, Uh, but he did not kill her. Uh, He did not do that to her. What? Yeah, spoilers. (laughs) Um, So she has a team of Bucky, uh, Alexi, who is, like, her surrogate, like, father figure, uh, and Taskmaster, who I do not care to be in this movie. Nothing on the actress, poorly made character in Adaptation. Uh, they are the task force that Yelena has brought together to take down Val. Uh, all of them, like, not necessarily being wronged by her. Taskmaster was a manipulated person turned, like, better, I guess. We don't really know their fate. Uh, Alexi, uh, being Yelena's surrogate father, I'm pretty sure she's okay with taking him down. Or, he's okay with taking her down. Uh, especially, like, if it has to do with Natasha. Uh, but Val is not alone. Apparently Val has Ghost, U.S. Agent, uh, John Walker, and Songbird, who's apparently been announced for this movie, uh, allegedly, uh, who have all, like, come together on her side because, uh, like, she's brought them to, like, be better people or, like, use them for a better purpose. Uh, for those who don't remember, Ghost was in A Man and the Wasp. Uh, she has, like, the phasing abilities from the Quantum Realm, was healed by Janet, but apparently is going to have the same powers as before. Uh, it's gonna, I'm guessing it's going to allude to Val recruiting her and like, she's going to make up for what she did in some way. Uh, John Walker, we saw at the end of, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier being recruited, uh, as a, a knockoff Captain America and Songbird is someone who has a very complicated comics history. Uh Pretty much has like echokinesis. Songbird being her name, she's pretty much like, like black canary in a way. Uh, she dated. I was about to what, make
1: a joke about how it
0: sounds like black canary. But. Yeah, she definitely has those same powers. Like oh. other other types of like, like sound manipulation. Uh, she was married to like Baron Zemo at one point, and like may or may not be a Yahtzee, So. Oh. Uh, will definitely be interesting. I mean, Val... Yeah, I Val. like the boys as well, so... You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Val is Madame Hydra in the comics, so, you know, they go, like, hand-in-hand in, hand in some way. Um, and pretty controversial. Um, Apparently, uh, Thaddeus T. Thunderbolt Ross uh, is getting recasted to Harrison Ford. Um... For those who don't know, uh, in, uh William Hurt uh, used to play Thunderbolt Ross before his passing uh, in uh, the Incredible Hulk movie and in uh, like Captain America, Black Widow. Uh, pretty, s- I, I'm 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 kind of conflicted about this. I feel like the character, I feel like they could work with the character dying. Uh, better than they could another notable character who has been who has stayed dead uh not going to name any names but you know marvel is bringing is recasting a character instead of letting them die when they did the exact opposite with a very important character uh previously uh so i i like Harrison Ford but you know I don't know. Kind of weird. Yeah. In my opinion.
1: If there's anyone that I would feel okay doing it, though, I think Harrison would definitely be the one. I feel like Harrison could is going to be able to pull off
0: Thunderbolt Ross pretty well, at least. Well, I think... I think... I mean, he's pretty old right now, but I think we're forgetting somebody else. Uh, for those who didn't know, Sam Elliott also played is EST Thunderbolt Ross?
1: Oh, yeah. He what did. did. <laughs> Wait,
0: what? Oh, uh, because I remember, like, for a while, I thought that, like, Sam Elliott was William Hurt. And I was just like, no, 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 no. no. This is a different guy. They just look alike. Like, they did the Thunderbolt Ross look really good both times. And I was just like, why aren't they bringing him in? But then, like, I don't know how he looks now. I'm going to look it up. Like, he's 78. But, like... How is his 78 looking? You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't doesn't look that bad, honestly. He looks like he's still, like, young looking. Like, he doesn't look very... He looks, like, grade. But, like, that comes with age. He he looks like he could still play Thunderbolt Ross. Because, like, they were kind of pushing, like, William Hurt's Thunderbolt Ross to be, like, this person that's dying and i'm guessing my original thoughts like the original thunderbolts movie plan was going to be yeah he looks sickly right now but he's going to undergo like a hulking a hulkification or whatever like a red
1: hulk right
0: yeah oh speaking of hulk that's what's today that's what today's episode's about um it is it all it all works together it's all connected but yeah i don't know They, they totally have an actor there i mean harrison ford's okay but they totally have an actor there But I know a lot of people are kind of up in arms about this recasting just because of everything to do with uh, T'Challa and Chadwick Boseman about how, like, a lot of people want the character of... Like, just because T'Challa... Just because Chadwick Boseman has passed doesn't mean that the character of T'Challa has to be gone as well. You know what I mean? Like, don't let... Don't have people watch someone die twice. You know what I mean? Like, we... We grieve Chadwick Boseman, and then we have to grieve him again in the movie. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. But apparently, this is all all Thunderbolt news. Uh, Take it with a grain of salt, Twitter information. Uh, But most of it does sound pretty legitimate. Um, Yeah. Do you have anything else? No, that's it for me. All right. I I just went on Twitter. There is one thing that I know you'll be happy about. Did you know that? Do you know who Rick Riordan is? Riordan, Riordan, Aragon? Huh? Aragon news? No, no, no. Oh wait, 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 wait. wait.
1: Oh wait, wrong, wrong, wrong! Fantasy series.
0: Percy Jackson news? Yes. After all this time. Next fall, we are getting Percy Jackson in the Chalice of the Gods. What the fuck? A the sixth book in the series uh, is apparently going to be releasing. With all of the wait, hi- a book. Yeah, with all the hype from like the the series and everybody getting back into it, they, he decided that he's going to be releasing a new book centered around Percy, Annabeth, and Grover. What? What as they what? embark on a quest to retrieve a missing item that grants immortality.
1: What?
0: Yeah, more But stuff.
1: why? We money. Why? What? We money. Like is so is, so this Money. Is gonna be, like uh, this is going to be taking place after 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 the la- the last Olympian?
0: Money. Yes, probably. Oh, we already
1: had a sequel series.
0: Money, this might be a prequel book. You never know. Money. But
1: I'm happy with how the Percy Jackson series said that.
0: Oh, he he wants you to be happy with this, too. Okay. Well,
1: I mean, he's a really good writer, so, like, I'm not going to complain, but, like, it's just kind of
0: weird, man. The big execs were just like, make another book. He was like, all right, okay. Um, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So, that's it for the news. Let's get into today's topic. Have you ever been to court? Um,
1: no, I can't say that I have. I've watched a lot of court cam, though.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, lawyers. Attorney. Defense, all of these comedy. things and more. Com- comedy, fourth wall breaking. All of these things encompass She-Hulk, attorney at law.
1: She-Hulk in the comics break the fourth wall. Often? Yes,
0: yes, she's actually yes. she's actually the first comic book character in Marvel to do it. Not Deadpool.
1: Interesting.
0: Yes. All right. I do find it a little jarring because, like nowadays, she doesn't do it. Like it's not like a, a thing for her. Yeah. Uh, at least, like from what I remember reading within the past five years. Um, though then again, the last five years, she was also like a mindless Hulk instead of like keeping her sanity. But yeah. nonetheless, um, I don't know how we're uh, I, I would say like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, just go through this from what we remember from the beginning to the end, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, the first episode was an absolute blast.
0: Yes, literally. Car got blown up. Yeah. yeah. Car
1: went boom. I was happy. I like explosions.
0: Um, yeah, that was cool. We get, we get a brief interview of who Jennifer Walters is. Um, pretty... You got to learn that Captain
1: America fucks.
0: Captain America does fuck. Uh, someone... on This this hasn't been a resolved plotline. Someone on Sakaar is out, was out for Hulk's blood in some way. Do you think... Uh, spoilers! Spoilers! In case, in case you guys cared, do you think Scar? Do you think Scar was the one in the ship? Like
1: from the Lion King?
0: No, 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 no. Mm, the Hulk's kid. Oh, yes, I do. You think? And he like blew them up, and then he was just like, "Come with me, Dad," and then they went to Scar. It was just like, "You're my son." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay.
1: I, I don't remember this part of must have been blacked out as the Hulk for this yeah,
0: part. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember this part of uh, Thor Ragnarok, but whatever.
1: His son's really old.
0: Okay. Maybe uh, that's
1: just, like, the Hulk bit talking. It is. You
0: know? It is. Uh, there's a big misconception about uh, Scar's age in the comics. that like... So, like... In so, his- he's probably,
1: like, a regular-looking kid, but then when he goes Hulk, yes?
0: Yeah. So, like... Okay, this is a weird thing about, like, what they did. So, like... Parts of Ragnarok is, of course, a loose adaptation of the Planet Hulk book. The Planet Hulk book is, like, totally different. Sakaar is, like, this wasteland that has a kingdom, and, like, they're pretty much, like, bent on, like, strength and gladiatorial matches. That's, like, how the society runs, right? Um, Yeah. And Hulk, like, you know, was shipped off in a pod. So pretty much what happened was, if you didn't know, the Illuminati shipped Hulk off in a pod, Because uh, they were just like, we can't have you doing Hulk things anymore. You're too dangerous. So initially, Reed Richards had sh- uh, found a planet that was supposed to be like no life or very minimal life that the Hulk could live on. And it was pretty like it had enough resources for the Hulk to survive for the rest of his life. Right. However long that was going to be. Yeah. Um, the thing is. Something went wrong, and he ended up on Sakar, a war torn world that was incredibly harsh to anybody who was there. Um, Even for the Hulk. Like, it was pretty rare in the comics for anyone to really make the Hulk bleed or have, like, very major wounds on the Hulk without, Mm -hmm. like, him just killing them afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. most of the time, it took another gamma-irradiated monster to do anything to the Hulk. Or unless you were a Wolverine, and you just kept healing every time he tore you apart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it took a lot of, it, like, adamantium claws, like, you know, or big bombs. Even then, he could, like, tink, like, giant atomic, like, giant giant bombs. Um, Sakaar was, like, one of the Hulk's first challenges in his life. Uh, cr- cr- native creatures would attack him. Native creatures would pretty much like fuck him up completely. Um, so it became it came, went it got to the point uh, after he met like civilization that li- that was on the planet that the Hulk and Bruce Banner both mentally agreed that they had to create they had to work together right they had mm-hmm. to work together they had to use Banner's brains and they had to use the Hulk's strength. In order for them to survive on this planet. Because if one or the other died. Like it was all. It was both, well, it was over for the other one as well. So that's where the persona of the green scar. Exists. As this midpoint. Between Banner and the Hulk. Um, so. Which is a very important thing. When you lead on to the end of the. End of the series. Um, because all of the actions that. The Hulk makes up after this point, like the Hulk does after this point, isn't just like, oh, the Hulk did it, like, don't blame Banner. Both of them are very aware of what they do. Both of them are very aware of their actions, and they both agreed on it before any of it was done. So, uh, long story short, Hulk becomes a gladiator, works through, like, rising through the ranks, eventually kills the king betrothed someone who, uh, like, has been with him the entire time, gets her pregnant. The sh- spaceship that he originally arrived on exploded, destroying like his entire kingdom. Uh, mm-hmm. Because you know, Reed Richards probably put a fucking miniature star in it to power it. Uh, it explodes, kills everybody, including his pregnant wife. And he, um, not everybody, he has, like, a team that is, like, his assault, like, his, I don't know what to call them, his, like, squad. Like, which includes Korg and Meek from from that, from the... Oh! (laughs) Yeah, but, like, they're actually, like, killers. Um, uh, Meek is just, like, this giant insect thing, not, like, in a mech suit. Uh, So, he eventually creates a spaceship... Uh, and he goes back to Earth, and he, if you know anything about the World War Hulk, like, Planet Hulk was cool and everything like that. World War Hulk was an event that just, like, fucked the entirety of the superhero community. The Hulk wanted revenge on everybody who ever did him wrong. He wanted to kill the Illuminati and every single member of it, uh, and he ended up almost doing it. He, he created a gladiator pit in the middle of New York, made them fight each other without their, like, powers and abilities, like cuffs uh and it took a lot it took like the full strength of the of doctor strange couldn't even kill him uh the ghost rider gave up because he saw that the hulk was kind of innocent like he wasn't truly the one who was doing wrong because like his i i guess it's kind of explained that like his means back up his ends that like he was done wrong so wrong that like despite all of the wrong that he's doing, he has justification for it. Yeah. Uh and he it's like the Century, who is like the equivalent of like Superman in the Marvel universe, like beats him to a standstill where both of them revert back to their base forms. And even after that, like Banner still transforms back into the Hulk for like brief moments. Uh it's it's absolutely crazy. They dumbed it down. In Thor: Ragnarok, like that entire storyline, something that came out of Planet Hulk and World War Hulk afterwards, um, Banner being kind of accepted back into the community as like, like, I don't know, like that weird like things happen in comics, but then like you wait a while and then like they really didn't feel like they happened type of situation. Uh, A giant green monster comes and attacks earth and looks for Bruce Banner. Uh, and you find out it's scar who has actually not been dead the entire time. Uh, he actually cut himself out of his mother's womb as a baby, uh, a gamma irradiated baby and was living on this hellish planet, Sakar, for the entirety of his childhood where things were literally trying to kill him. And he had to use his like superhuman strength, like these abilities that he got from his father, uh, to, to survive as an infant, literally day one of being born had to fight off like vultures and shit uh, space vultures uh, yeah, and then like he comes to earth and like in his to answer this question with this long tangent, uh yes, as in his Hulk form, uh, which is more of like a grayish green by the way, uh, he is incredibly big compared to his normal size. Sakar, when Bruce meets him, is probably about he's a he's definitely either preteen or younger. Because when he shifts back into like his quote unquote human form, he is a very small child. He is a small child, his clothes do not fit him, uh, and like he's incredibly young and not muscular at all. Um Interestingly enough, before we move on with this, uh, Saka- Scar also has the power of, like... I forget what it's called. It's called, like, the mother power, or, like... He, he pretty much has the power to, like, draw from the energies of a planet that he's on. Um, it's originally, like, this weird thing about, like, the shamans of Scar that, like, used this power, and, like, it transferred over to him since he's his mother's child. Um, this woman in question is not in Thor Ragnarok. So who knows who th- Hulk got busy with on Sakaar and who is the father of Scar or the mother of Scar. Um yeah. Um, I think uh they did the her getting the powers really well. Do you know the original origin of She-Hulk?
1: Um I, she was Thunderbolt Ross's kid. Yes. Something like that. I don't
0: know. No, Betty Ross is Thunderbolt Ross's kid. Uh, Jen waters is just a lawyer cousin of Bruce, but her original origins was, they were hanging out one time and like a mob was like going after Bruce for something to kill him. Uh, she got caught in the crossfire. They went to a hospital that didn't have her blood type on stock. In stock, she needed a blood transfusion. Her and Bruce were the same blood type. Knowing the fact that he would probably turn her into a monster like him, he still gave her the blood transfusion to save her life. And she became the She-Hulk. And the rest is history. Oh, um, her regenerative powers being better than Bruce's—I don't think that. I don't know how comic accurate that is. Um, it does lead credence to like why she might be um like stronger has a better mentality than him, like doesn 't go berserk and everything like that um but yeah, no interesting introductions I think it's funny that she got fired in the first episode, very comedy <laughs> ha ha yeah um. As for some of the other things, uh, some of the themes within the show, uh, her, like, trying to find her identity as the She-Hulk afterwards, like, her, like, actually, towards the end, accepting it, uh, her going on all those Tinder dates is hilarious, um, you know who, <laughs> you know who reminds me of Ezra Miller? Who? I guess one of the characters they they look exactly oh. like him. <laughs> yes. Every time I saw him I was just like, oh, this guy's just Ezra Miller. I wonder if they're just like doing this on purpose. Um interesting subplots. What did you think of all of the subplots that they had in this? What did you think of There
1: was a lot of them. <laughs> There's a lot of subplots going on. Um I thought it was good though the I mean, it's, it's nice that like, um, Bruce didn't take up, uh, he, I feel like he took up as much screen time as he needed to, uh, except for kind of like that little bit at the end. Um, but we'll get to that. Um, I, the, (laughs) I don't know. There there was a lot that happened in that show. Yeah, I felt like it was kind of messy.
0: I and and like like, towards the end, they kind of did address it. Um, Some of the plot lines that they had, if you didn't know, uh, they did have like the Wrecking Crew, which the Wrecking Crew using Asgardian tech like weapons is so funny to me Uh, because the Wrecking Crew is like this E list group of like villains. Uh, Uh huh. I think the Absorbing Man's on that team. I may be wrong, but he's like the oh only God, relevant absorbing one. Man. He's like the only relevant one. Um, but like, they that introduces like the subplot of like them trying to get her blood, um, which apparently has incredibly regenerative capabilities and like Bruce is just like, alright, I gotta burn it now because we can't have another one of us. Um, that... Her, like, dating plotline. Um, yeah, there's just a lot. Let's, just, let's talk about something really cool. The tailor. I forget his name. The guy who makes the suits.
1: Luke? Luca?
0: I yes, think. Luca. One of my favorite characters in the series.
1: Oh, he was, f- he was fantastic. Every time he was on screen, I was so happy that he was there. Um. I... I love, I love me some sassy men, uh, and he was exactly what I would look for in like a Taylor uh, <laughs> character for a comedy series. You know, um, <laughs> the fact that they had to buy Avengers or Avengers merch beforehand to meet him is okay. Let, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this every time the show tried to be funny, the show was freaking hilarious um it i i was genuinely laughing almost every single time that they were like
0: joking around yeah it it hit its comedy good on most parts um yeah um and you know we can't talk about luca without bringing up the fact that there is somebody that is very important to his storyline uh uh, do you want to talk about the frog guy first? <laughs>
1: yeah, Frogman. Frogman. <laughs> Frogman frog was so confusing, um, <laughs> but like I, I kind of liked it. I I remember like seeing people like freaking out that like Frogman was like in a trailer briefly, and I I still had never heard of this character before. I when I was watching through it, I completely forgot that Frogman even existed. The fact that until they... he, why does he fly?
0: it uh, i i don't know he's trying to be like tony stark you know he's he's a, he's a man child right of those boots yeah um but one amazing character and a bad character make a really amazing character because uh with the introduction of luco we had a little post credit spoiler uh and the next episode after that i know we're like kind of jumping around but like bear with us this is we're just going over our thoughts on the show. I mean,
1: we're going we're going about in order with how their plot lines went, so, you yeah.
0: know. Um, we get introduced to a very familiar face, uh, another lawyer, Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock, the daredevil, the devil of Hell's Kitchen, makes his reappearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with possibly edited back backstory and everything. Man, it was so nice to see him I literally got goosebumps when I saw him I was just like, Dude, I'm also so stunts happy. Too. Yeah, that was incredible um, It's just so good to have him back I love Daredevil Daredevil was a character that I really liked I liked Daredevil Before watching the Netflix show I love Daredevil now um, The Netflix show definitely got me into Reading more about him Caring more about his character For those who don't know, the last, like, three or four years, the Daredevil run that's been going on in the comics, fucking phenomenal. Um, Between Elektra taking the mantle, Matt Murdock, as Daredevil going to jail and having to repent for who he is, uh, both, like, physically and, like, mentally as, like, a person and, like, the actions that he's done. I love it. And Charlie Cox's portrayal is always awesome. I go back and watch scenes from the original show like all the time, just because his performance as Matt Murdock is amazing. I love that they brought him back. I think it only makes sense that they bring the other lawyer superhero into the other lawyer superhero show.
1: Oh, absolutely! His I'm. This is my first experience with like outside of you know. Spider-Man. Uh, this is my first real experience with seeing him as Daredevil because I've never seen the series now. Um, and it's kind of uh. ruined my plans to get caught up in all the Disney Plus series because now all of that has sort of been like of course I'm going to like go and see the new Thor movie and stuff like that and whatnot but like now the next TV series that I'm going to watch which had originally been like going and watching um, WandaVision finally. I'm, I'm going to go and binge all of Daredevil now. I, I adored every second that he was on screen. Oh
0: my God what it's an so, amazing actor. <laughs> it's so good. Charlie Cox and it, 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 the series only gets better when you watch Daredevil um, because we were also introduced reintroduced to uh, another one of the Netflix original character or Netflix original actors uh, in Hawkeye. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin The two of them Are phenomenal together I love Vincent D'Onofrio's portrayal I think it's a little weird Like in Hawkeye Just because he's kind of a little Dumbed down with like his powers Like not his powers But like the power that he has over Hell's, and, like, Hell's Kitchen in New York um, The Netflix series Definitely portrays him more comic accurate uh, or even like the show accurate for like the Spider Man show, um, and it, it's just it's so good. If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. It's it is amazing. The characters are like the best characters. If I have to say, if if the Netflix shows are considered canon now, Daredevil has. Probably the best written characters in all of the MCU. I I would say Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock is the best written character in the MCU. If I'm being honest, between him and Steve Rogers, best Chris Evans, Steve Rogers and uh, Matt Murdock as Charlie being played as Charlie Cox are the best written characters. Um. But we're not talking about this isn't this isn't the Daredevil show. This no is Daredevil. She-Hulk. This is, this She-Hulk, is She-Hulk
1: Attorney of Law. And, and Tatiana did an amazing job. She was great. She owned that role.
0: Oh yeah. No, I loved it. She also owned Daredevil in bed. But we're Absolutely. gonna talk about that.
1: Yeah. Um just like the Hulk smashes things, she also smashes uh Daredevil. Um, yeah. And
0: a couple of men that she met on Tinder. Or one, men. One, man, one man that she met on Tinder. I match her, thank you. Um, Who does not like but, Jennifer Walters. Only She-Hulk. He has a kink.
1: I, how'd you feel about her talking to the camera?
0: When it came up, sometimes I was okay with it. Other times it really caught me off guard. Yeah. I think it was kind of weird I, sometimes because like, I was talking about it to myself. I was just like... Oh, like this scene, blah blah blah, blah. and then she comes. And she just looks at me and talks to me. I'm just like, oh.
1: Yeah, and then other people like kind of react to her, but also don't. I, I personally am not a fan. Like, I I like it when characters break the fourth wall, and maybe it's like it. Maybe that's just like a kind of thing that like is easier to, um, portray via comics or like breaking it into n- not an action scene where th- people are constantly moving like with uh daredevil or not daredevil deadpool whenever they broke the fourth wall in deadpool it was very much a comic panel it was it was a uh, very close pan in on his face or like it's just him staying still but like she hulk whenever she like a lot of the times when she broke the fourth wall, she was like moving around, going through the office, making comments about people openly. And I'm like, why, why is she saying this in front of her brand new boss? But she wasn't. She was talking to just us.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. How did you feel about Titania. I feel like that was a plot line that could have been like, an, an oh my god, what season. did they
1: do to this character? I feel
0: like this could have <laughs> just been an entire season of the show. It didn't have to be like another un- underarching plot line. Just me, just me. Titania
1: could have been like, you know, the person behind trying to get like the serum and stuff to make her like as strong as She Hulk. Yeah. Uh, and actually trying to steal the She Hulk moniker, like she, like they had done, and then resolved entirely in one episode. Yeah. Um, Titania seems like a pretty cool character and also like kind of a scumbag. (laughs) But you know, that's what like a good villain should be. You shouldn't like, you should like the villain for how like bad they are, you know? And that's how I started to feel for
0: Titania. It's an interesting concept because Titania, especially like now in the comic books, like she only, she's, she's a reformed person, like actually. Uh, She just does shit to fuck with Jennifer Walters. (laughs) So, like, when She-Hulk finally got, like, her sanity back and she could transform into She- Like, when Jennifer Walters got her sanity back and could actually transform into She-Hulk without, like- I don't want to say get her sanity back. She died- like, Hulk out all the time? Yeah, she- So, the problem with her was the first time- okay. The second time she died Because it's explained in the comic books That every time somebody becomes a Hulk It's actually the the process of them dying And being reborn through this thing called the Green Door Which is like part of hell That the One Below All created And like it's low-key like all Hulks are like The soldiers of like the One Below All And like they're all dead but get revived because of him Kind of confusing yeah. if you don't know what I'm talking about, but she dies the first time, becomes She Hulk. That's how she becomes a gamer irradiated. gamer radiation in the in the Marvel Comics universe is apparently like magical fucking voodoo shit. Uh, that's apparently tied to like Helen everything. Uh, but the second time she died, she was brought back and like she just gained a berserker form, like can no longer be, like, sane She-Hulk. She was just berserker. Um, After a lot of stuff, including therapy from, like, Thor and, like, different characters, and I think she ended up going back through the green door again during the Incredible Hulk's run, uh, where all this was introduced, she eventually just gained everything back that she previously had. Um, Like, Titania was just kind of, like, fucking around with her. She was just like, she was like, hey, And she was just like, aren't you, like, not a villain anymore? She's like, yeah, I'm not, but this will feel good. And, like, rips out a lamppost and, like, fucking, like, knocks Jennifer Walters into a bus. No. Uh, Yeah. Titania could have been, like, her own actual character. I mean, she kind of was in this, but, like, a better developed character.
1: Yeah. There's probably going to end up being a season two. Yeah. Or at least some kind of continuation with her. And if, if, and when that happens, I hope they flesh her out more. Cause I did, I did enjoy having her there.
0: Yeah. Um, same, uh, Wongers. Oh my
1: God. I loved, <laughs> I loved that. I, I loved that so much. That was I wish, so funny. I'm just
0: saying, I wish we saw more Madison and less Titania. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Honestly, Madison, Madison was an unexpected highlight of that whole subplot line. That that was amazing. I like they they probably like got it on. Uh, you know the Sorcerer's Wongers Supreme had, um, wongers more like Dongers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was it? Madison with two S's, one Y, but it's not where you think.
1: But it's not where you think...
0: <laughs> Herbie, okay. This <laughs> is so like,
1: funny.
0: I think it's... It, it, oh, I, it, this makes me think about, like, the terrible, like, linear storyline that this was trying to explain. Because, like, the magician who left, like... Not Kung-Lun. Uh, what the fuck is the fucking name of, like, the sanctu- <laughs> the Sanctum sector? Oh. Um, Kung, Kung. We're a podcast. So oh, we can look blue. stuff
1: up. Um... It is uh uh it is not Kadarnath. Um, <laughs> that was it starts that. with a K uh Oh my god, I'm so unprepared.
0: Comertage! Comertage, <laughs> not Kung Lun. Kung Lun ta- has <laughs> to reinforce to do with-
1: your mind. <laughs>
0: Kung Lung is uh
1: I love Wong. I where have they announced like a Wong solo series? Cause I just want to hang out with Wong for no, a this, while.
0: This is FaZe Wong. FaZe. Um Kung <laughs> Lung uh, is not where the Sorcerer Supreme is, it's Kamertosh. Kung Lung is the place that Danny the Rand, Iron the Iron Fist, Fist defender yeah. of Kung Lung
1: <laughs> uh, defends,
0: so. except in season two of Iron Fist where Spoilers: uh Kung Lung gets fucking raided and most people die. <laughs> um,
1: Turn into the Silver Fist.
0: Yeah, so the the Kamratosh like runaway, like using shit, and like her having to go there, and Wonger's having to like recruit her and everything. Uh, super interesting. Uh, there was this meme where like she was definitely looking at Wonger's dick. And, like, she just, like, eyed him and then, like, made eye contact and Wong, like, looked at the ground intensely. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, no. The fucking... I think about that scene every time from Multiverse of Madness where, like, Doctor Strange is just, like, she's breaking the barrier. Like, he says it in the most monotone voice or, like, not yelling at them. He's just, like... He's, like, oh, the barrier. Wong. And he's just, like...
1: He's... Fortify your mind (laughs) He just yells it It's so funny It's
0: It's like telling your parent To like oh can you tell Such and such to come help me Oh Go help him Like Like, So funny Oh what does he say He says reinforce your minds Strengthen your body Oh, it's so fucking hilarious! I I I can't wait to see more Wong.
1: I I'm so excited. Uh, how did you feel about our boy Abomination coming back? Uh, I really liked it.
0: <laughs> no, I thought it was I thought it was good. I feel like you know Abomination in like the comics is usually like a hit or miss. Most of the time, they just like use like his powers. Yeah, Uh, As like a means to an end But like Honestly I I don't mind it I like the redesign I like how they don't explain the redesign From the original From like the time we saw him Um, Yeah His whole storyline you know Maybe he's a misogynist who knows (laughs) Uh, Because of the end He's
1: just got a lot of soulmates man
0: No I, I just You know maybe he should look at Who's renting out his cabins once in a while that's uh, that's true. Uh, his ending I honestly, so like, okay, at the end, like the second to last episode, when we like she gets like, like at gunpoint and everything, I told myself this. I said, this could be a couple people. like this I was like, this could be a couple things, right? One, she's just looking at us, the audience. Which was exactly what it was. She wasn't looking at anybody. She was looking at the audience. Because then the next episode just transitioned to the resolution. Right? Yeah. Um, or this could be a couple people to help her. I said, one, I said, it can't be Wong. Wong wouldn't make sense. Two, it could be Titania. Because Titania is trying to like pick up on something here. Right? I said, yeah. next... It could be Bruce. I think Bruce is the worst option here because if Bruce is just here to save and bail out his cousin, this throws every bit of progress that Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk, the entire fucking crew made and throws it under the bus completely in a volcano on a distant planet shipped off into another galaxy. Like just gets rid of it. Um, I said, if anybody's going to show up and actually be her moral support, It's going to be Abomination and the Boys. (laughs) I was like...
1: I... I was kind of convinced for a while. Um, And, like, up until, like, the reveal that it was actually just Todd. Um, I was, like, really convinced that... um, That it was actually just Abomination the entire time. Uh, And this was, like, his plan to get back at Hulk. Um, Which, like like i i was at the edge of my seat when i when like the freaking um wh- whatever his face with the crowbar showed up uh and he was like ah oh, i spent too much time in the yurt i was like no no they're go- they're they're going to they're going to lure her into a safe place they're going to open get her to open up and be like no it's okay to be Jennifer right now. Uh, and she's going to sh- she's gonna go back down into her normal stuff, and they're just going to, like, shank her uh, and da- steal her uh, blood. Uh, and sure enough, like, they get her in the circle, they talk her down, she turns back into Jennifer, and then she just has a really lovely time in the year. And I'm like, oh.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> like, I was like, if anybody's going to come and save her, it's going to be the boys. I was like, it doesn't even have to be Blonsky. I was like, it could just be the tourist dude. Uh, it's true. The Spaniard, uh, the the vampire guy, and the the porcupine dude. It could just be those four. If those four were on the other side, that would be better comedic goal than Thor Ragnarok
1: for, for E list villains. Like,
0: <laughs> I I was like I feel, perfect people. When they introduced
1: um the bull guy, and like seeing him, uh. Like I and like seeing the matador not matador, um, <laughs> it was so there were so many points in this series where I was just like, "What the fuck is happening
0: right now?" It really confused me when I saw them. I was just like, "I think I saw these in the, I think these were like in the trailer on like set photos or something like that." But I'm completely taken to left field right now.
1: Her car.
0: Yeah, like her trying to find Wi-Fi and everything. You can
1: apologize like, by paying for the damages.
0: He was just like, he was like, "There's no Wi-Fi here," and then she's just like, "Well, fuck, I'm leaving then." Like, I'm gonna go walk around until I find Wi-Fi. The guy who thinks he's a vampire because his dad would like suck people's blood or some shit like that.
1: Oh my god! Uh,
0: and then the guy that totally just looked like it. This guy looks oh, porcupine? like. He, he looks like he belongs in like. He either it looks like a Mario character or he looks like he belongs on the Jawas' home planet. Nah, he he just plays a lot of Warzone. I I don't know. It looks like a, it's a giant spiky ghillie suit that kind of looks yeah. like uh, I, I don't know. He looks like he could fit in with the Jawas. It's like the King Jawas. King Jaw, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and then it was the, one of the guys from the Wrecking Crew. I was just like, huh. But, like, it felt fine. Like, I didn't feel like, I don't know. At, towards the end, I was just like, maybe when he's, like, he's ma- he, like when he was in the kitchen and, like, she came over, I was just like, maybe this is when he's going to show his true colors. But, no, he's actually a reformed dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Let's talk, talk about the end. Uh, Bl- Blonsky. Okay. Bl- Blonsky. So, before the
1: end, okay. before the end. I thought the episode, I thought the show was a solid eight moving towards a nine. I was very much enjoying it after the final episode. I think the show's a, uh, a five. I'm, I, it, it hurts so bad. I, I'm so, so lost. I,
0: I, I thought it was an eight. I give it. I give it like a five and a half. I understand what they were doing with it because it was very much like, did you see Titania's like actress or I don't know if this was part of the show, but like the Twitter fucking fuel that was happening? Like before the finale? No. She was going off on people. So if you didn't know, Titania's actress, supposedly, it could have just been like people working at Marvel, made a Titania Twitter account where she would tweet different things. Talk about the show, uh, be in character and tweet things that Titania would say or promote her She-Hulk product when that was going on in the oh, episodes. Oh, like they're
1: doing with, with the boys right now.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> there was a thing happening where people were going off on Twitter about like how terrible the show was. And like her on that account was defending the show. And also like people were going after the main actress of She-Hulk, she was rebutting and everything like that. And she was just going off about people were saying like people, the people want the different more people want something different than the Marvel formula. But when you give it to them, they cry about it. And like, she was just going off on people. She was like a replying to every single hate tweet that she got.
1: That's funny. That's um, really funny.
0: Not sure if that was part of like the whole thing uh, or not, but the whole like inner, Dialogue type of thing like towards the end and like the monologue and her actually like breaking the fourth wall and going to Marvel Studios and meeting Kevin and like fixing it. Yeah. It's meta. I understand it. I I also think that we could have just had multiple storylines that were better than this.
1: If just like saying. if SpongeBob ever met Patchy the Pirate.
0: Yeah, it's it was a lot. It was a lot happening and I feel like they they could have done a lot more with it. Um but that could just be me. Um I do think uh fucking what's his name taking the little taking her blood and making it a serum and like him just becoming like he literally became like a chode like
1: oh my god he, was just <laughs> I, I, he looked so <laughs> gross he, was like, he looked so unbelievably he was so, gross he was
0: so short oh, and, and let me
1: say uh because like i i was very vocal like when we were talking about the trailer and stuff before about like how i was like oh it's called she hulk but she should but it should be called she ugly because I, I just thought <laughs> like that she looked really really bad um she looks so much better than she did in the trailers it, i i had no issues seeing her on screen but man i almost puked <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) When I saw Todd
0: (laughs) I do say uh, Somebody did show me like the scene Like some of the scenes Like with bad CGI They showed me the scene with Daredevil walking on the grass And that was CGI And I kind of almost like gave up on the show
1: Wait Daredevil on the grass Was CGI? Yes Like like doing the walk of shame Was CGI? Why? Why did that have
0: to be CGI? I don't know. There was definitely a. What green was CGI
1: screen. about it? Was it like the entire scene around him?
0: So it was like okay. So like it was green screen. So he wasn't actually like on grass. He like was just walking on a green screen, and like the f- the f- background was the person walking their dog and the rest of the scenery. What? Yeah. Or that yeah that's okay. that wasn't CGI. It was just bad like green screening. Um, oh. Yeah. Um Blonsky, maybe being a misogynist And hosting those people You know, it's one thing Uh Twerking video Not the, not, not with Megan the Stallion But like her college video Just saying, hit me up Uh Yeah, I don't I don't know, it was It was an interesting show He I, it I was
1: willing to suspend my disbelief for a bit, where I was like, sure, um, she she's been breaking the fourth wall the entire time. Sure, this could be the direction that they're taking for this, uh, and then she met Kevin. Um, and they like started just breaking apart the, the series and like fixing the ending. I was like, okay, the, I'm kind of getting back into it. I think this is funny. This is cool. She's gonna go back. It, it, it was really funny that he was like, he, Can you transform but do it off screen because the budget is <laughs> we're, we're at the budget right we're, now? We're working that on was, that was really forever. funny.
0: <laughs> we're working on Wakanda um, forever. Uh, can you uh, please oh move on? God.
1: Um, yeah, but like.
0: I the show definitely was I had him Yeah, go ahead. It wasn't tied it the ending wasn't tied with a bow.
1: Yeah, I had a really big issue because of how fast they ended it after that. Because when she went
0: back everything
1: oh. was done, he was actually in handcuffs.
0: Yeah, I know everything was There was, was no resolved.
1: actual fight there was nothing bad Abomination was actually back to just being Emil uh, and he was like signing away his thing like I wanted to see an actual fight at the end I wanted to see or some kind of actual like big resolution I wanted that big crowd of people to either like get arrested or maybe like have some kind of change of heart or something because because of Jen or anything like that and it was all just sort of taken away from us.
0: Yeah, the resolution of it all came without any repercussion on anybody's part. Uh because like they, they set this thing up with like her power like her power like gaunt, like her anklet, like to repress her powers or something like that. They bring up the Sokovia Accords in this. Like, Matt Murdock brings it up. And, like, this is the first time the Sokovia Accords have been brought up since, like... They've only really been brought up previously in, like, the Spider-Man movies. But before then, it's only been in Civil War. Like, the first time we heard it was the last time we heard it until, like, No Way Home? Yeah. Or maybe it was... It was probably far. It was probably far from home. Um, far from home, we heard it for the first. Like we heard it outside of Civil War, but like he brings it up because of like identity and everything like that, and like superhero privacy and things like that. There was no repercussion for that because you know she was like under house arrest or something like that. We also don't have like any resolution to like her being jobless or anything like that. Also, Daredevil just shows up for some reason.
1: Yeah, no, he just jumps, drops out of the sky in broad daylight. Yeah. it. And then, even though he was supposed to have gone back to New York that day, and now he's staying for a full week. Yeah, I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. I I love that he that Charlie Cox is still on screen. Their whole like family dinner thing at the end was very cute and very fun. Um, Hulk showing up with his son was really
0: weird. Yeah, it was something that I thought was gonna happen. And when it happened, I was just like, oh. And then he had like the worst haircut ever. I was just like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he got messed up. I'm so fucked up. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I f- everything was so odd. They had so many different things going for it, and like a lot of it was dropped midway, or like was for the butt end of the joke with Kevin. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. We gave our ratings. It, it's it's. <sighs> I I don't want this to be like.
1: What? It was Game of Thrones, or they're like, this show is great, just don't watch the final season. I don't want to say this, show's a, this show is great, don't watch the final episode, but honestly, like, this show's great, don't watch the final episode. Yeah, um, if, if you you're watch, worried about having your opinion changed.
0: Yeah, it really did, like, 180 me towards the end there. This is probably. I hate to say it because I don't want this to be like, oh, we hate She Hulk.
1: Yeah, because I I, like you and I both like share the opinion. It was it was an eight. It was a great show. Yeah, it
0: was a great show until we got to the final episode. Um, And there's parts in the final episode that I do like, but there's so much bad that it just overshadows like all of the good stuff that was happening because nothing got resolved.
1: Why is she Um, walking around? Disney campus? Why are some people reacting to her being there, and then other people who are, like, even closer to her not reacting to the fact that She-Hulk is walking around in person?
0: I'm okay with that. I'm just Why a- did she jump through the Disney Plus main menu? I'm okay with stuff like that. I'm just less okay with, like, them throwing, oh, this is cluttered and we don't, like, we, like people are expecting this and that, and then them saying we'll fix it and then we're getting the resolution of nothing happens like everything's just solved um which I guess kind of fits into her character or something breaking the fourth wall honestly this feels this ending feels more fit for like a Deadpool movie yeah not
1: she-hulk uh, especially like close to the end of like the second to last episode where she like just walks out of her bedroom and she's like why are you guys still here
0: yeah, yeah, I don't know, uh, but I, I will. Uh, I don't want to sound like a She-Hulk hater, but it it's definitely the worst. Like, if you finished all the way through, it's definitely the worst Disney Plus thing we've gotten so far. Yeah, I definitely say strongly the best thing. I still need to watch Werewolf by Night. Uh, it, it's not going to be something like big topic thing, but like. I still need to watch it because it is a Disney Plus thing. Um, I still think Moon Knight is like strongly up there.
1: Yeah, I agree. And like. And then if you have free time past that, hop on Netflix. Watch Bubble.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or go watch like Daredevil.
1: Yeah, watch Daredevil. Go to watch episode 8 go watch Daredevil and then after you have this awesome experience go watch episode 9 and see how you feel
0: I don't know it's it's so bittersweet to be talking about the ending of it because like I want to say oh this was really good because like the criticism they got in the beginning they vary I feel like most things now like media wise if you <laughs> like if the if Sonic the movie has taught us anything we can the internet can bully producers and, like, the entire creative teams to 180 whatever they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, the fact that it got harped on so much when the first trailer dropped, and it just, like, ends on this note, I feel like it just adds fuel to the fire. Like, w- like we, we were promised something... We, we were shown something bad, promised something strong, and it just ended kind of weak. Like, I wish, I just wish it was better. Yeah. I mean, do I think that the, I don't know how it could have ended, honestly. Maybe with, you know, a stronger character being, the, being the main
1: villain the entire way through would have fixed yeah, should, most of it, honestly. Like, there was no main villain. You had such an awesome character, and you like kept building her up since episode one, and now you had her... like. They, they didn't even bring her up when she was talking to Kevin. They didn't bring up the fact that, like, why is she here? They, they, they kept her in, technically, but then they never showed her off when they went back to the actual episode. Like...
0: Come on, man. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know, we gave our ratings. You, you, you've you been here uh, listening to us up to this point, so you know our opinions of it. Um, Why are you still here? <laughs> the Why podcast here? is over. <laughs> Go home. Uh, I don't know. I hope what they do with Jennifer Walters, a possible season two and the future of She-Hulk is better than the last episode. That's all I can say. That's the last thing I'll say I agree. about it. I agree. Um, but yeah, with that, uh, that's the end of the podcast. Um, tune in next time for... Something. Not exactly sure. We'll have something for you though. Um, maybe Marvel, maybe DC, maybe Ben Ten. Oh, <laughs> you guys like Ben Ten,
1: don't you? Maybe we should watch the the German dub of the original Ben Ten Alien Force movies uh, for our, for a our Belgian boy. <laughs> oh. Oh <laughs>
0: um I don't know, but uh yeah this is uh this is the end thanks for listening if you want to contact us, you can uh message us and tweet at us at our Twitter handles. I am at lying underscore lying yeah lying underscore mask <laughs> I'm Vincent Barlow eight uh, and you can reach both of us at domestic b f pod at t- on twitter um Send us shout questions. Yeah, shout out to Ultimate Ma- Maverick X for our art. Um, yeah, you know, talk to us, guys. Maybe, maybe not. It's up to you. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah. Tune in next time where we'll talk ears off about something else. Go watch Bubble. Thanks for listening. Stay
1: beautiful, everyone.